hands it off to Burton, the tight end, who then throws in the end zone. Touchdown! Falls! Caught the ball! On a touchdown pass in the yard by the tight end! What did we just see? For all the football, baseball, hockey, and soccer knowledge you could ever need, this is The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. Hey, everybody. Uh, That was me talking about The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge, which is the show that you are currently tuned into. Um, I am McLean. I've got Will and Creed here with me. Hello. What's up? (laughs) That's Creed and that's Will. And um, we're going to lead by talking about hockey, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's been two weeks since we did our last show. A lot of stuff has happened in yeah. hockey. Speaking um, of, this um, this show, we don't normally do it at this time. Normally we go Saturday at noon, um, but we're moving to uh, this spot now. Yep, three to four Friday. It's always going to be live um, in the studio, real live action. Yeah. And yeah, it's the very first time we're doing this, so it's kind of exciting. Yeah. But yeah, huge news in hockey. I started off with the thing that probably most people saw and know about, um, David Aries. David yeah, that name, Ayers, Aries, Ayers. I, no, I don't know. Aries sounds cooler. It's I guess, Ayers. I guess Honestly, Ayers, Ayers would probably cooler. be correct. It's a, it's a cool name. Uh, regardless of that, though, this guy, um, Phil, was it fifty-two-year-old, forty-two-year-old Zamboni driver, goes out there for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, and not even to mention he is the opposing team's Zamboni driver, so the Toronto Maple Leafs Zamboni driver. Um, the Canes have a 3-1 to lead at this point, and, you know, I feel bad for them because, like, both their goalies get hurt. They're kind of dominating in the game, to be honest, and then all of a sudden they just have this guy go in, and, you know, they're probably going to lose the game because of that. But, oh, no, they showed up, and they showed up big. So they managed to put in three more goals on that, and Ayers Ayers only let in two, which is crazy because he had ten shots, so he saved eight. Uh, They weren't amazing shots, to be honest. The Leafs kind of put up a bad show there. They were passing around. They couldn't. They couldn't get shots on net. I noticed they missed a lot, and re- I mean, really poor. They there's no excuse to lose that game, especially when the guy comes in that early. He's a Zamboni driver. So, they yeah. put him in like a little under halfway through the game. Yeah, it was under halfway through. So he actually recorded the win, and in doing so, became the very first goaltender to record a win. Um, emergency goaltender to record a win, which is crazy. Never heard before. You know. Um, they've had emergency goaltenders who have ended up clutching up and taking games, but it's never they've never actually gotten the win because they've never played the majority of the game. But for the first time, for the very first time, it happened. And this guy was in Carolina on Tuesday. He got to do the opening siren thing. It was really cool. Basically, North Carolina, a place that he probably hadn't even been to up until now, he's pretty much a hero there and this story this story was huge I he mean, is never going to is. have to buy a drink in north carolina no. or south carolina ever no. again and i mean the toronto guys were all supportive of him it was pretty cool but to get beaten by your own zamboni driver on a national stage <laughs> that is so embarrassed that is beyond embarrassing yeah the, the bag skate that probably ensued in the following practice was uh i I feel bad for some of the yeah. Leafs. Um, anyways, they, you know, it's just a really cool story. Kind of heartwarming to see that guy get his moment and really shine. But um, in the standings, Canucks kind of fallen off a bit. Still second in the Pacific Division, which is proving to definitely be not the best, but by far the tightest division in the league. Oh, for um, sure. Golden Knights put together a nice seven-game win streak, which boosted them up ahead over the Canucks, unfortunately. But the Canucks are still retaining that second spot, despite having played two less games than almost all their competitors, except for the Oilers, who they've played one less game than. Um, the... 
the Pacific Division right now is looking like Knights, of course, on top. Um, followed by Canucks, followed by the Oilers, followed by the Flames, and then the Coyotes. And all of those teams are within a stretch of eight points. So five teams, eight points. Really, at this point, with the amount of with the amount of games, there's about twenty or so games left in the season. It's it's up to anyone. Uh, by far, the tightest division. You know, up top in the Central Division. It's a bit looser up there. My Blues, Blues six games. I think uh, when they beat the uh, the Islanders, that put them to six. Yeah, Blues and Avalanche have a huge, huge lead over all the other teams, minus the Stars. Then it really falls off from there, but the Blues and Avalanche have been really solid um, kind of over the whole season. You know, Nathan McKinnon, as always. Kel McCarr, you know, a young player, really doing well this year. Uh, Rantanen's done well. They got Kadri now. He's not done a whole lot, but... Uh, hopefully we'll, they'll see some of that in the future. Um, the Blues, you know, obviously defending champions, probably probably not going to go downhill in just one year. So they've continued playing great. They, yeah. Their team, I not I think they're making a cup run again. They've definitely got a good shot at it. Uh, only only problem is the the Eastern Conference is a far. You know, they're a decent bit stronger, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. The Bruins, by far the best team in the league, actually got smacked by the Canucks 9-3. to three, I know, I saw um, that The game. same night that, what's his name, Ayers, Ayers. played. Ayers. Ayers. I, it's Ayers. It's Ayers. Ayers. It's a cool name. Anyways, <laughs> they they destroyed the Bruins, who, yeah, they're the best team in the league, and the best team by a long shot, eight points guy. ahead. Of the Capitals. And yeah, this unlike him, he's been really good recently. Well, yeah. not there. And the Bruins have a really good defense. I mean, their goal differential this year is the highest in the league at 47. Wow. 47. And they lose 9-3. to three. Um, and, uh, They're not like the best by a long, like a large margin, though. They are. Lightning, the Lightning are the Lightning yeah, are the li- good. The Lightning 46. are 85, and they also have a 46-goal differential, which is really close. Actually, the Lightning and the Bruins are tied for wins, but I think it just comes down to the amount of games that the Bruins have stretched into overtime. If you look at that ah, stat yes. up there, it's, um, they're getting all those little points, and I think the seven games that they've brought into overtime is what gives them a seven-point lead over the Lightning. And also the Bruins do have an extra game that they've played, so that also adds that to it. That is true. Yeah, it all, it all helps. Um, anyways, what, last thing, you know, Detroit Red Wings, it's been it's been a season. Yeah, I mean, you, I feel bad for them can at we this play, point. Can we play... That's for you, Red Indeed Wings. we can. Oh, they kind of deserve that. It's, That's for you, it's Detroit. Been a train wreck of a season. What uh, do they want, 10 games? They have... Yeah, basically 15. So 15, excuse me. What what they're looking at right now is they have more they have a higher negative goal differential than actual games will be played in the season. Wow. And they have they're over 100 by such a long shot. I think it has a really good chance to be the record for the most goals against in a season. Yikes. It, this is so astronomically bad. It is so much worse than any other team. I thought hitting negative 100 would be bad. They have pushed up to negative 120, 119. Yeah, yeah in the in, wild just added just seven days. goals to that. Yeah, it's they get they get clapped almost every game. It's mm-hmm. sad. It is sad to see. On the other hand, Creed, your team wild, not doing great. Um, don't think they've got a shot yeah, at the playoffs. Five hundred. Yeah, minus, we that, we minus four to be in the bottom of a division is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. I I would definitely say the Central Division, Central Division, and probably the Atlantic are the strongest in the league. Metropolitan I mean, gives them a run for it, but Devils, Rangers, you know, all there's there's all some easy teams, teams in there. 
I would say I mean, the Atlantic Division. If you look at their teams, almost all of them have like seventy points. Yeah, I think the Atlantic is only the worst division in the league just because of the Red Wings, Senators, and Sabres. Besides (laughs) that, the Canadians, despite their goal differential and record, are a really good team. Uh, So are the Panthers, Leafs, Lightning, and Bruins. And in the Pacific Division, you know, you don't really have... You have bad teams, but all the other ones are so close together in competition. I think it makes that division a bit more, you know, a bit more competitive. It's, you know, you're going to see who can... Get into the playoffs to lose in the second round, you know, yeah. from that oh, division. Oh yeah, and and sure, the leaders in the Atlantic are better than the leaders in pretty much any division. I mean, it's the two two pretty much the two best teams in the league. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's debatable. I mean, I've really stretched this hockey segment out. There is one last thing I want to talk about though. Uh, trade deadline came up. Few big moves were made. Biggest one, obviously for me, the Canucks got to Foley. This was a bit before the deadline, actually, but it's huge. They actually got a really good trade for him, and I think he's going to help us in our playoff run here. We really need a guy like him, a scorer. Um, they gave him a shootout chance. Uh, his very first game in the shootout, he ended up missing it, and I think we lost, but it's okay. Ruh-roh. It's okay. Uh, he'll get used to his place in Vancouver. <laughs> The New Jersey looks good on him. Anyways, over to you, Creed. I think we're going to go with soccer. Yeah. Yes, so first Hold up on. in soccer. Now bringing you soccer on Adrian. That, that hurt my ears. That's what it's titled, <laughs> Schwoom. Anyways, so first up, we're going to be doing some Champions League stuff. We had a great week with Champions League, and that has just ended. And first, I want to settle what I said last week. It was actually Man City's deal that happened was they were paying they were spending too much than too much more than they made and were getting so much money from the like owners of the team just out of their own bank account which is completely unfair to all the other teams and so that's why they're kind of arguing right now um on the two-year ban from the champions league which is very interesting and luckily what I saw was that Kevin De Bruyne said he would stay no matter what with Manchester City, which is very helpful for them in the English Premier League and all the other stuff they're going to be in. And so now we are getting into the actual games. So round of 16, leg one of two just finished. Uh, started off with Atletico Madrid beating Liverpool one nothing. one of Liverpool's only losses this entire year in all of the leagues they've played in. Second, Dortmund beat PSG 2-1. Atlanta, Valencia, 4-1. Tottenham lost to RB Leipzig, 0-1. And Chelsea lost to Bayern, uh, 0-3. And Chelsea did get a red card in that game. Napoli and Barcelona tied, and Barcelona got a red card. Lyon beat Juventus, 1-0. And Real Madrid lost to Man City, 1-2. And Real Madrid did indeed get a red card for a penalty that leaded it that led up to Man City winning the game. Um, and then we got upcoming games. We just have the same teams against each other, and those are from March 10th on to March 18th. And these are all going to be some really fun games to watch based off of what we've seen um, from the previous games. Uh, Ronaldo's saying that Juventus is going to come back and beat Lyon, which honestly I can see happening. Uh, I'm hoping Man City holds on to their league, ends up beating Real Madrid, Especially since Real Madrid did get a red card in their last game, it's going to be harder for them to play as they can't use one of their main starters. All right, Creed, thank you for that soccer update. We have more. Is there more? Oh, yeah, there's a lot more. 
First up, Bar- Barcelona versus Real Madrid is coming up very soon, Sunday, March 1st. That's going to be super fun because it's a big rivalry. But now Real Madrid doesn't have, like, Ronaldo, so it's not... I don't know. It doesn't seem as big as the Ronaldo versus Messi thing that used to be going around. Uh, next up in the English Premier League, we have match day 28 of 38 coming up uh, tomorrow and Sunday. And the first game that happened was Norwich City, pretty much the worst team in the league, beat Leicester City one nothing, which is a shocker because Leicester City is third in the league. And that is kind of just a huge blow to their team because being the number three and beaten by to be beaten by the number twenty is just that's not good. That's something you want to watch out for in case you want to hold on to your hopes of moving on to the Champions League. And then some good games we got coming up: uh, Man City Arsenal is probably one of the better ones. We have Everton Manchester United and Tottenham versus Wolves. And then. In the MLS, we have our very first week coming up, which is super exciting for me. There actually have been, there has been a new, two new teams that have been added, Nashville and Inter-Miami. And so that's going to be really cool. Let's hope FC Cincinnati doesn't bomb this year. Um, And the Sounders go actually tomorrow, I think, in a game. Tomorrow for the Sounders? Oh, no, that's Sunday against the Chicago Sunday for the Sounders. Yes, and that was at 12 p.m. And my little brother's gonna get to go down on the field, which is cool. Oh, cool. Yep. And Shout that is all Cree's for soccer. Little brother. Okay, so now that that's thankfully, yeah. Um, <laughs> guys, you guys need to learn at least something about soccer so that we can actually communicate, and it's no. not just me rambling on for. Like, I don't know, dude. It worked pretty well with you rambling. That would involve me learning about soccer, though. This is true. Exactly. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break, about five minutes, to listen to this Michael Jackson song. Yeah. And then we will be back. Hello. We are back on the water break. We took a quick break to listen to Michael Jackson. And we are now back. Here to talk about sports. So what do you guys think we should do for this segment? Should we go games? Sure. Games? Why not? Yeah, so? I think so. Awesome. All right. So this first game, um, you know what? I think we're going to play uh, a little game of higher lower. You guys know how the game works? Uh, I think so. Kind of. You, you name something and we suggest whether it's higher or lower. On the list. Just kidding. Explain it. Please, things. McLean. No, yeah. I know what it is, but um, go ahead, McLean. All right. So basically, we're going to... Um, I'm going to pull up um, the list of things that I have prepared. Ooh, um, McLean did preparation. Yes, I prepared. And we're going to guess... You guys, this is going to be a baseball game, so I'll, I guess we'll make this our baseball segment, oh, too. Oh, fun. Um, but there's a little bit of football involved, too, at the end. Oh, so, so we'll know that part. Yeah. Yeah. So, But you're going to guess higher or lower, and we're going to play intense music while it happens. Uh-oh. So I'm going to turn the PC down a little bit, and then we're going to play the intense music. This All right, is y'all. very intense. It is very intense. All right, y'all. So y'all know Paul Goldschmidt? Yeah. No. How many doubles do you think he has in his career? Is it more or less than 300? Higher or lower? Uh, I'm going to go with higher. I'm going to go with higher as well. Higher. All right. You'd both be wrong. Paul Goldschmidt's career doubles are 292, which is fewer than 300. 
If he if he picks higher, do I have to go lower? Uh, no, you can. can we just, okay. Yeah, we can stay the same. You can go the same. It just means neither of you get a point. Oh. Uh, All right, Nick Markakis. How many runs batted in do you think he had last season? Was it more or less than sixty? More. I say less. Creed wins a point. Creed Let's gets. Go. Where's my bell? Where's the bell? Oh, I'll just use the sound effect. Creed goes. There we go. Yay. And Will goes. Creed. Okay, <laughs> valid. Uh, Mike Fires, the guy who blew the whistle on the Houston Astros cheating scandal. How many innings do you think he's thrown in his career? Is it more or less than a thousand? I'm going to say less. I'm going to go with less on that one. You're both wrong. Well, this game's fun. <laughs> I am over three on a 50% chance game. <laughs> You'll get one eventually. All right, Nicholas Castellanos, career hits. Is it more or less than 900? It's got to be more. Creed. I'm going with less. Will gets a point. Oh, finally. Throws himself. Wait, have all of these been more? No. No. Throws himself back into the game. It's now one to one. Trevor Bauer. Do you guys think he's picked up a save in his career or not? Yes. I would say he's not. Creed, another point. No. Two to one for Creed. I am insanely good at this. Okay, you have two points. <laughs> Blake Trinan, the closer for the Astros for a long time. How many career saves do you think he has? More or fewer than 75? Fewer. I have to go with fewer on that you one. You both win a point. It's now three uh, to two. Wait, can't he just copy all my answers for all of eternity? Yep. Could. Okay. All right. Mitch Garver, home oh, runs in 2019. How many? Are we supposed to say a number on this more one? More or less than 30. Oh. I'm going to say more. More. It is more. No, it's thanks, now four Creed. to three. Let's go. All right. So Chris Davis is a Oakland Athletic. He's famous for always hitting 247. But he didn't always hit 247. Like he had a couple of seasons where he hit either more or less than 247. Do you think his career batting average is more or less than 247? Here, let me just go to Google real quick. Creed. No, I'm kidding. kidding. There's less. Um, I think I'm going to go with more. Will gets a point. We're tied up. Uh, yeah, maybe I should just stay with the, you know, sticking to whatever All right, says. tied up at four. All right, we're going to go into the boss round. Dun, Actually, dun, no, dun, we have dun. one more first, so we're going to play okay. more intense music. Um, Felix Hernandez, did he win more or less than five games in 2019? Hmm. More or less than five games? Yes. I'll say... Less. I'm going to go with less, too. You're both right. He only won <gasps> one game. Yeah. So that means now we're going to enter the boss Stop round, it. which means we play intense, intense music. Intense squared. All right. This is the ultimate boss. This time, you don't know either number. You just have to guess which one of the numbers is higher. All right. Okay. Do you guys think Felix Hernandez's career win percentage or Matthew Stafford, there's your football, his career win percentage is higher? Matthew Stafford. Felix Hernandez. Will wins. Yeah. Will walks yeah, out. Yeah, I think that. I you think that was a really. Thought, you seriously well, you know, McLean was saying Stafford Matthew Stafford was a top five uh, quarterback okay. the other week, so I was thinking he was going to be favored towards Matthew Stafford. Yeah, but anything McLean puts with Felix is going to be favored towards. Oh, Felix. Wait, that is. You got to know that. That is true. I wasn't really listening to whoever the first person was. It's like <laughs> me with Mariota and Gretzky. You know, I love Mariota, but Gretzky's Gretzky's the goat. number one. Gretzky is the greatest of all time. Nobody beats Gretzky. Except for maybe McKinnon. Okay. <laughs> All right, that was very epic. Do you guys think we should play um, some honest, unfiltered opinions music? 
Yes. You know what? Yeah, let's go All right. Who, 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 who wants to go first? Honest, unfiltered opinions. Who's going first? I want to hear what Creed has I have to say. No clue. First. I have no clue what this is. I said honest, yes to it. Then they'll be oh. honored, honest and unfiltered. Exactly. All right, you have a minute to answer as many quick opinion questions as possible. All righty, boys. Go. Okay, Creed. Who's your sleeper team in the AFC for the 2020 season? Uh, the Titans. That's not a sleeper. Who is your sleeper team in the NFC for the 2020 season? <laughs> also the Titans. They're not in the NFC. No, I know. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Lions. Just who, kidding, the Bears. Who is your dark horse MVP for the 2020 season? Um, I'm Deshaun Watson. Who will be the number three pick in the NFL draft? I have no clue. Gotta say somebody, buddy. Dude, I don't... Tua? I don't know. Sure, okay. Tua. All right. You said unfiltered opinions, and so I gave It'll you my opinion. <laughs> All right. Next question. How many wins will the highest winning NFC team have next season? 16. Just kidding. Wow. Uh, 15. That, that 15 cool. and 1. Somebody's going 15 and 1. Who's going 15 and 1, Creed? Yeah. The Vikings. I feel it's too tight for the that Vikings. to happen. The Vikings going 15 and 1. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. That'll be it for um, Creed's. Yeah, there. The music ended. Terrible That's gonna be opinions. Creed's honest, unfiltered opinions. So, Will, are you thinking the same music or different music? No, I'll, I'll switch it up. Let's go different music. Different music. All right. I'm going to talk before this time, and you'll have 51 seconds Ooh. to uh, answer as many honest, unfiltered opinion questions as possible. And this music is more fun. All right. Who is your sleeper team for the AFC? Go. Oh man, I was not expecting this music. Uh, I think it's gonna be the Bucks. The Bucks? Not in the AFC. Wait, oh, you said. <laughs> uh, okay, no, it would be the Bills. The Bills, the not Bills. a sleeper. Well, yeah, not really a sleeper. Next question. We're doing great. Um, okay, um, who will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl next season? Kansas. Uh, definitely not. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. 100%. Creed? Will was quiet during your time. True. All right, Lamar and the Ravens. Next question. Who is your Dark Horse MVP? Dark Horse MVP? You know, I kind of liked Watson, but I feel like it's going to be Russ. Russ is going to have a huge season. He should have had it this year, but it's it's coming next year. Nice. All right. In an abbreviated slot of time, we learned some stuff about Will. He doesn't know which division the Buccaneers are in. That is correct. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the NFC. I don't know why everyone thinks they're in the AFC. Like, it's not just you. I feel like it's the red. They're they're on the East Coast. A lot yeah, of AFC like, teams are yeah, on the East Coast. Yeah, just the word Tampa Bay. Tampa, makes you yeah. Think of AFC. But, yeah, I guess. Maybe it's because the Tampa Bay um, Buccaneers are in the Atlantic. Or at the, yeah, not the Atlantic. The Tampa Bay Rays are in the American League, so you want, your brain be. wants to make it think it's the one that starts with I a. mean, I don't pay attention that much to baseball, but sure. Okay, so that also, was your... Let me just read out. I'm sorry I have to do this, but let me just read out the Viking schedule and let's actually do a game no, with this Don't read it out. It's supposed to be a quick opinion. Okay, no, but I'm saying, what do you think their record's going to be after this? 1-15. and 15. <laughs> Well, that's the exact opposite. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. All right, let's hear it. Let Creed. me pull up the schedule. Okay, we'll pull up so, the schedule. So, I have it up. Okay, they play the Bears twice, the Lions twice, and Green Bay twice. They three play three. the Falcons... The Panthers, the Titans, the Cowboys, the Jaguars, the Buccaneers, Seahawks, um, Texans, Colts, and Saints. 
Go to the pull up. Okay. I don't think they can beat the Colts. The Colts? No. Okay. Colts are tough. Okay. I don't think they can beat the Colts. Yeah, Andrew Luck really puts I that I definitely team don't think they can. So <laughs> I think it's going to be tough. Yikes. <laughs> Dude, use my fantasy quarterback. I definitely don't think they can beat the Titans. Okay, so Titans, Colts, who else would they lose I don't to? think they can beat the Seahawks. Okay. I, that one's also on the road. So Yeah, I definitely don't another. think they can win in the clink. I, um, I'm not confident about their odds against the Saints. I know they just beat them in the playoffs, but a lot went their way. Okay, if you get, if you get away games against the Hawks, the Saints, the Texans, and the Packers, you're bound to lose at least, at least two of those. And then the Colts in throw opinion. in them, too. I'm, I Colts still, is I, tough. I believe in the Colts. Bears can give them a shot, too, depending on how the offense The Bears plays. and the Bucks could both give them a run for their money. Yeah, yeah. their home schedule is fairly easy. I'm surprised by that. Though. The home schedule, they're hard home games. They have the Packers and Titans and Panthers are their hard ones at home. Yeah. And the Cowboys, too. Yeah. Cowboys, Cowboys, I mean... But yeah, Bears, well. Lions, Packers, Jags, Titans, Falcons, Panthers, Cowboys. Um, those are their home opponents. I think they could reasonably go 7-1 and one at home. They'd have to yeah. make some magic against the Titans or the Packers, but it could happen. Mm-hmm. Something fluky could happen. They could squeeze I mean, out. especially if Aaron Rodgers suddenly gets injured or, like, decides to quit. Over yeah, the sure, offseason. Sure. But I could see them going 0 8 on the road. Yeah. I could, uh, no. I could see that. I could no. see Detroit pulling out something fluky. I could see the Bears coming back to their 2018 uh, selves. I can see the Packers. I don't have to defend the Packers. I don't have to defend the Texans. The Texans. The man, Texans that is the are hardest insane. team. That is the hardest team in the whole league to do what we do with. It's the hardest team to predict their stuff. You know? The Texans are like that team where you're like, oh yeah, they're going to win. And then they somehow and then blow they it. Don't. And then you're like, oh yeah, they're going to lose. And then they just pull it off and destroy the other team. They'll stun like a top tier team and then, you know, choke against a terrible one. Yeah. You know, they yeah. are the hardest team in the whole league to predict. Exactly. Literally, don't, don't Manchester bet on United. Don't bet on Houston. <laughs> Um, yeah, honestly, when I said 15-1 and one for the Vikings, I was just saying the first team that pops in my mind. But <laughs> after looking at their schedule, I think I'd, I could I'd eight put eight. it... I could see tops, I'd say 13-3. 8 and 8. In worst, I'd say 7-9. Will, where are you going with him? 8 and eight's too harsh for that good of a team. I could say Let's 10... Go. Ten and well, ten and six ten is kind of reasonable. Seven, I mean, this is very eight. similar to our schedule last year. I think if a lot of things go right for them, they'll go eleven and five. If a lot of things go wrong, they'll finish five and eleven. Just meet them in the middle. I don't think five this and team, eleven's happening. Okay, not that's well, not happening. They would need the amount well, of injuries they would need just for that time. I don't know. We have Everson Griffin possibly coming back too, so that's helpful. They need one Cook, injury to Cousins, Cook, Thielen, and probably. Rhodes or Barr on the defense. And no. Diggs is pretty good. For the season. And well, Rhodes be, is probably going to be cut. That's Really? You yeah. think he'll be cut? I mean, he, he messed up. Been terrible. Kinda, yeah, yeah, last year it was bad. bad. But, yeah. I mean, he still made it to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl doesn't... You know who made the Pro Bowl point, in 2018? Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, it's kind of... It's not, well, that was not the one year they were good. on reputation, but it's totally on reputation. It is totally and on reputation. I, what they're doing now in the NHL is they've started to decide them by not how players were expected to do or were drafted, but actually how they've done so far this year. So yeah. Johnny Gaudreau, a really good player for a really long time, did not make it to the All-Star game this year just because he didn't play good. Yeah. Um, Jack Hughes, first overall pick, uh, lost to his brother. 
Nope. And his brother's just some nobody defenseman that's making a name for himself and is really, really good. So it's I like how they do that because I don't think people like yeah I know I think Gaudreau deserves a shot just because he's good and he has been good but he didn't play it like it this year so he doesn't really deserve it. Yeah, honestly, with this. So what are we settling at just overall for um, the highest and the worst for the record? I think the Vikings have the capacity. I think best case scenario they go eleven and five. That is a tough road. Schedule. I would say best case is twelve. If they squeak a few out against the good teams, then just manage to beat the. No the way bad they ones. beat the Hawks. No way they beat the Saints. No way they beat mm. the Packers on the road. It's three I, losses right there. I don't. Yeah, yeah I can't mean. really see them getting past the Colts. That, I mean, the Colts, that run defense is so tough. There is no way Dalvin Cook will get anything going. They'll be forced to throw. Um, and I think Rock Yassin can go punch for punch with Adam Thielen. Um, so I don't think they can get past the Colts. Um, the Texans game is a total coin toss. And I think they're the Vikings. They'll find a way to choke the ones against the Bears and Lions. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Anyways, we are going to call that a 12-4 and four medium. No, we're I went, not. No. no. Because you went, said that. You, you went top eleven five. He went. Will went top twelve and four, and I went top thirteen three. So we're going and completely so we're doing, by the peak. No, no, we're doing no top and bottom. Yeah, but so Creed's for opinion the top, on the Vikings is invalid. Creed's opinion is very biased. Exactly. Okay, so then we'll just call it twelve and four. Anyways, <laughs> for the top, uh, and then what about the bottom? I think this team. I can maybe. There's maybe five wins in this schedule. Five guaranteed wins. Okay. I think they can beat. The Jags, at home. I would say I no. I think bottom, bottom, maybe not five hundred, but it could be like, what'd you say, seven and nine? Seven and nine, six, seven and nine, somewhere in there. I'd say seven and nine is the bottom. Yeah, Yeah. I could see them going five and eleven. Five and eleven. I feel like that's a bit harsh. I don't know. I you get they have more than you give them credit for, and I know Dalvin Cook. If he were to get injured, could really derail their season single-handedly. But you know, they kept they kept him healthy all of last year. He performed like he should. And, sure. and I, when sure. he wasn't I'm, playing, his backup did well. Yeah, but I mean, like I'll I'll say that Alexander Madison does provide some rays of hope. And like, when Boone comes in, he can handle it for a little bit. Yeah, and so he's like a one-game stand-in well, sort of the guy. The thing is, Cook's young. His career should be going up, and f- from the point he started, he's already at an insanely high, you yeah. know, expectation. He's performing, but it's. I think it still has has possibility to go higher. You know, he's not hit the peak yeah. yet, and I expect a big next five seasons out of him, like big, big. Do you expect a big next five seasons out of five. him? Five. I think. I think. At- Remember the last time that we that the entire league was projecting a big next five seasons from a running back? Do you remember who it was? Adrian Peterson. Thomas. Rawls. That's Rawls. Yeah. But, you know, the, the running you back situation the other time? in Se- Seattle You remember the other tricky. time that we were predicting a next five big years? Latavius Murray. Okay. You know the other time we were okay, predicting a big yeah. next five years? That the, guy on the Bucks, Ronald Jones. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. even forgot his name. <laughs> yeah, but this time it's going to be different. I'm telling you. When I say this something, time, when I say something it's different. I'm like a Cowboys fan, man. This is our year. <laughs> this is our year. <laughs> All right. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway. Okay, so we're going to settle that for a 9-7. and seven, We'll just call it a 10-6, and 9-7 year. Vikings will be mediocre this year, as they always are. Aww. We are going to. <laughs> Should take, we hop into football? We're taking a. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll get back into football. Alrighty. So I guess you could call us back on the water break. 
We wow. are. The show returns. We're going to talk about some more football. All right. That was so. excited. You know, we haven't we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about the XFL on this show. We haven't. We I think no. we should. Yeah. We, we totally definitely should. should. I, I actually, honestly, love the XFL. I know many people I think don't. It's nice for love of the game, you know. Yeah. Yep. Creed's totally not biased towards Jim Zorn. Oh, that reminds me. By the way, so the last time I was in this studio, which was for the water break, by the way. So I, as a radio host, I have what I call the circle of promoting. You know, on this show, I promote uh, the rutabaga. On the rutabaga, I promote the hot corner. On the hot corner, I promote this show. You know? Yes. Because they all run throughout the week. Um, by the way, guys, listen to the Rutabaga you <laughs> Mondays are. at 10. Wow. You are shameless. You I'm are absolutely shamelessly. shameless. I'm going to shamelessly plug myself. And we thought we had a good start to this segment, so, man. So while I was um, in here for my show, The Hot Corner, um, Tuesdays at 8, by the way, listen to that. That is um, <laughs> Dude, soft. That's 8 a.m. I'm Come on, I'm plugging myself. I'm on four shows. I'm allowed. Um, so... Um, me and Jared talked about our, you know, our coolest brushes with celebrity. And I talked about the time I interviewed Jim Zorn, obviously. And of course, the time I ran into Kyle Seeger buying frozen yogurt. That's cool. So frozen yogurt. Hey, Kyle Seeger enjoys cheesecake. I can tell you this because I ran into him buying frozen yogurt. Really? Yes. And he likes cheesecake. Yes. Is cheesecake illegitimate frozen yogurt flavor? No, cheesecake <laughs> like... Like the cheesecake toppings, you know? Okay, yeah. Oh, that makes I thought you meant like cheesecake flavor, and I was like, no, that's kind of weird. I don't even know if they make cheesecake fla- flavor. No, you know, I'm going to find that out right now. Yeah. This is a sports show. <laughs> I guarantee you people do, though. I mean, this is 100% a sports show. Oh, by the way, kind of that reminds us. Um, our phone is open. Um, you guys can... I put it in program. Okay, uh, cheesecake you guys can, ice cream. You guys can call into the show. Let wow. us know what you think of cheesecake-flavored ice cream or sports. That's a thing. That is a thing. Yeah. There's sports. also, you know, cream cheese ice cream. This is a sports show. So, so if there's any topics you want us to discuss, um, 206-275-9104 is our number. You guys can call or text. Um, somebody texted us earlier today saying soccer isn't a sport, and they're that right. Was they're 100% Will texting, right. That was so Will texting. So we decided this to respond to them, telling them that it isn't a sport. They're Will, right. Pull up the text. I want to read it word Actually, for word. Actually, that's not uh, true. Yes. So Will sent this text saying soccer not is a not a sport. Sent 12.43 p.m. Answer, really, Soccer's Will? That was me because I had access at Thanks the time. Thanks for noticing. Seen, <laughs> sent by Joe Bryant Wait, at does that say thanks for noticing? Yeah. Yeah, it says soccer is not a sport. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> soccer is not a sport. So yeah. But yeah. At, the, at the very bottom, I got into it and I texted back really well because that's the sort of thing I do. Anyways, so back to XFL. So the first thing is the first ever kick return for a touchdown in XFL history has happened, which is pretty cool, don't you think? I do. And we got some games coming up. So Saturday... We have LA Wildcats against the New York Guardians at 2 pre- 2 p.m. Eastern Time, which is some random number in Pacific Time, which I don't know. Um, also, we have the Seattle Dragons against the St. Louis Bat- Battlehawks, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be cool. Uh, that's Yeah, those are the two Saturday games. And then on Sunday, we have Houston Roughnecks and Dallas Renegades, and then DC Defenders against Tampa Bay Vipers. That's yep. kind of cool. You only ever get to play, almost no teams ever get to play football on a leap day, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's weird. Because that's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow is leap day. XFL football. Got some great stuff. 
Um, Cardale Jones has looked pretty solid. Um, and I think the Houston Roughnecks, um, they've looked like arguably the best team in the league so far. Yeah, honestly. And then the D.C. defenders have been pretty good, but yeah. I think they just got destroyed last game. <laughs> yeah, they kind of got lit up. Like by L.A., right? I think that was L.A. Anyways, yeah, that's pretty cool. Honestly, Seattle Dragons against St. Louis Battlehawks. That's going to be fun. But I also have a lot of bias, but I honestly don't care that I have bias. So, yeah, McLean will. Who do you yeah, like yeah. in um, this? Like, in the XFL, the who do you I'm like? I'm partial to the Dragons because I'm, course, like, from Seattle. Dra- yeah. This is Dragons territory, you know? We can pretty much assume, since we're, like, a Seattle radio station, um, that everybody listening is probably going to be, most of them will be Dragons fans. I mean, also, the Dragons are likable, you know? They have a, yeah. an amazing, a wonderful head coach. Yeah, yes, a, cool got a great guy. And... I think they're a pretty decent team too. They yeah. gave the defenders who are supposed to be the best team a run for their money. They did on the very the season opener. They uh, demolished uh, in week two. Mm-hmm. And they, then who they play? Um, I think it was Tampa. Oh, and the then, Vipers. Yeah, it was the Vipers. Yeah, yeah. And then week three, they uh, got handed a tough one, but it was an entertaining it was, game. It was by Dallas. the Renegades, right? Yeah, Dallas. Yeah. So actually, the Seattle Dragons at halftime were winning twelve six, but then they ended were. up losing. 24 to 12. Yeah. Which is so kind of a turnaround. Think about it. Offense kind of got derailed points. in the second half. And so did the defense. Um, yeah. And then who would be your second team if it weren't for the Seattle Bias? Battlehawks. Same. That's kind of random. Will, what about you? Me? I got to say, the, just based on logo and logo only, the Renegades. Uh, yeah, I get it. That, a, I that is one like of the coolest Their Renegades. logo looks like a character in a Noir movie. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty sick. And also, they. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Dallas sports, but it's, a cool, it's a cool name, cool logo. I don't know how great their team is, but... I mean, they just beat the solid, Seattle team. Solid. Two really? and one. They're 2-1. Huh. and one. Yeah. That's fair. I don't know. I'll, I'll always like Seattle. All right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, our hour is ticking down. We've got just a couple of minutes left. So I think um, even though we didn't get to talk about a lot of the stuff I wanted to talk about, we have more content for next week. Exactly. So that means we're going to call off the show here. Creed ranted about soccer for 10 minutes. That was that's fun. Why. You know, um, I wasted a lot of time on hockey, too. He, that's okay. he probably spent, like, 15 that's minutes okay. on hockey. That's, that's, a, that's, that's okay, because wasted. that's a sport. Exactly. Guys, anyway, this is a sport we're show. Out. Um, stay tuned if you guys want to hear uh, Gabe and Scott in their show, which I think is called GPS. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're that's, out. that's the next one. We out.